I'm Jimmy Alexander, and welcome to Out With Jimmy. It's the podcast where members of the LGBTQ community share their coming out stories with you. If you're listening through Apple Podcasts, first I want to say A, thank you. B, have you clicked subscribe so you don't miss any episodes? C, a review would really help. And D, give us as many stars as you possibly can. I want to ask you for another favor. Uh, This is really for you. You better sit down, enjoy, get a drink, because nobody who's been on Out With Jimmy has really taken over the show like our guest this week. He's a performer now in New York, and he is definitely an entertaining person. He's the one, he's the only. Mullins is Out With Jimmy. I'm Mowens, which stands for Michael Owens, but if you have time, squeeze me. <laughs> I live in Washington, D.C., unfortunately, and no, I'm just kidding, I love this city. I work for myself, under the context and pretense of what we're doing today, my, venue, my opinions, views, and opinions are all my own. This is the, the disclaimer for my HR department. <laughs> I'm in, not in a relationship. I'm in a relationship with myself Mm -hmm. every day. So are you. And I am a drag, gender nonconforming person and performer. Who was the first person you looked at and admitted to that you were gay? His name was Joe. Dr. Joe. A doctor? He was a chiropractor. And did I think I had a maid in the shade of Tampa, Florida? Yeah. Then everything fell apart. (laughs) No. But he was this man who I met at a party that was like a small house party, and he was probably the only gay person in attendance that at least was like, not Mm -hmm. this level of gay. But I looked at him and I was like, wow, he, I like what he's wearing. I was like, uh, he was coming from a volleyball practice and was wearing that athletic tape, like from the Olympics. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do know. But... It's funny here, I am, I'm asking you about the first time you you said out loud and admitted that you were gay, and it seems like it, it's and something... to who? I to thought. anybody. Yeah. But it seems like we're working into a Helix uh, scene or something from SeanCody.com. The chiropractor is there. Ew, I hope not. <laughs> they don't like my kind. <laughs> what? What kind is that? The fab kind. The fab kind. Okay, so what's going on here? If you're listening... Is I've made a mistake. You're listening, I'm sorry. No, I've made a mistake because he can see himself and he is performing for himself in the camera. I'm trying to make Here. eye contact. Is on the left no, or the right? No, not to. We well, should be to me. I don't want to talk to you because we're gonna have to block this so you can't see yourself. Probably. What's going on? Because we're talking here. So there you are. Here we are. You see a. Here we are. A hot chiropractor. Okay, you see a chiropractor. You yeah, see a chiropractor. He's like. This beautiful Asian man, he's hot, and I'm like, wow, he's wearing this athletic tape, and I have always admired that for, like, the aesthetic of it, because, like, the, I think the 2012 Olympics just happened? Mm -hmm. Does that sound like a year that the Olympics are in? Yes. Okay. So, like, Misty May Trainer and all that, um, I was like, wow, that is such hot athletic tape. Mm -hmm. That's athletic tape that's attractive, not the person that it's on. And there was, like, a pool and a hot tub because we're in Tampa, Florida, and an alligator. And how and old are you? I'm 26 at the moment. This was when I was 18 years old. So I, you had never told anybody that you were gay before that? I feel like when I considered it, I definitely didn't tell anyone. Um, but I definitely didn't, like, self-realize or actualize until, like, 18 years old. I mean, I was like, I'm asexual. Or, I mean, I dated 
women in high school. I tried to. And I even was like, I was on a swim team, so I was like, maybe I like some of these guys. And then I looked at my friends and I said, absolutely not. Well, the funny thing about it is, and we should describe what you're wearing, wearing uh, white leather boots that come up to your thighs. I was asked today yes. by your colleagues mm-hmm. if I was in a production of Kinky Boots. And I said, I'm in my own production of Kinky Boots. Mm. Tickets yes. are expensive. Yes. Um, anyway, so, and this you're is also... a long story, by the way. And you're also in... What outfit is this? <laughs> I don't know if I should plug them. Am I allowed to plug no, the company? I'm sure, I don't care. I mean, this was given to me by Fre- mm, Let me get his name right. Let me get his name right. It was, it's from Intermix, yeah. which like sells a lot of different names. Mm-hmm. Um, the Intermix in Georgetown, D.C. I got it last night. Well, describe what it is. It's an outfit that is typically probably built for a woman. Okay. And I'm a gender non-conforming but person. it's hot pink. It's also hot. Yes. It looks warm. It's a trash bag. Yes. Um, it's a fancy... It's a flammable thing. Mm-hmm. Should I give a hole? Pardon me? Nothing. Uh, um, and I got it last night, and I fully intend on returning it tomorrow. Closer to the mic. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to return it to the mic? You're going to return no. it No. No. I mean, it was expensive, but I knew I would be recorded either yes. on camera. Yes. I'm not looking at it anymore. I want credit. Good. Credit's you good. should. So, so there you are. You're in the, with the chiropractor. Keep me on track. Did you tell him? <laughs> I, eventually, at the end of the night. Yes. Well, actually, the way it happened was I cornered him. No, he was alone in the kitchen. So I saw my moment to just ask him, "When did you know you were gay?" Mm-hmm. And I think before I don't even remember his answer because when the words like slipped out of my mouth, I was like, "Oh, why would you be asking that if you yourself weren't questioning when you knew you were gay?" And surprise, mama. Can I swear? Mm-hmm. I can swear. Sure. Surprise, bitch. It's right in the fuck now. <laughs> and uh, thank God I can swear. I was talking to my assistant that I that I will probably get so many fines from this. No, no. This is no okay. FCC is involved. So, what Clearly. did he say to you? Well, he immediately registered the panic attack that was overcoming my body and the convulsions that there thus there followed and. He was like, let's go take a shower. And I was like, you're right, we were in a pool. Which is kind of like a Sean Cody moment. I'll admit, but we kept Thank all you. of our clothes on. Thank you. But after the shower, which was like I myself, he didn't know this, but like I myself probably shower like twice a day just because it's like a time with yourself to like do a form of meditation. Like it's warm and it's soothing and it's comforting. It's like well, a luxury. Well, let's go back. So you're there with a the chiropractor getting an adjustment <clears throat> in the shower with him. Oh, um, Had you... Right? Am I right about that? No, he didn't touch me. He was very respectful of... I know, Black Luxor story. He was very like, okay, this guy has lots of questions, but he can't even speak. Kind of like my smoker's voice today. But no, my, my question is, so there you are. Are you nervous? You're in the shower with a man. For the first time. Are you naked? No, but he was like, can I take my swim trunks off so that I can change? I wasn't like even in swim trunks. Is that the night you admitted to yourself that you were gay? Yeah, I mean, it, didn't, it also didn't happen until like... 3 a.m. And imagine this is all happening, the shower, the pool party, the, the like, athletic tape. This is all happening, like, 11, 11.30, maybe around midnight. I'm sober in a kitchen full of people. He's t- he was 26, mm-hmm. and I was 18. Okay. And I shouldn't have been there. But the person I was living with was in that age group. And, I mean, this is the greatest guy that gave me the sweetest self-realizing and coming out story that I can ever ask for. And in fact, when you explained the concept of this show to me, which is to explain when you came out... I was like, oh, what a luxury. And I thought about the conversation that I had with my family. 
Because I consider that to be the last time that I said, hey, I need to tell you something. I am coming out. But like this, this guy Joe is actually when I realized I was gay and was the first person I told. And he was like so gentlemanly and so chivalrous and cordial. And he at like 4 or 3 a.m. was like, can I kiss you? And I was like, I like tried to say yes, but again had a frog in my throat. There you are, you're kissing the chiropractor. I kiss him and it was just like no tongue, like a pet kiss. And he like, he like is on top of me. And I'm lying down on my back, barely breathing. And he was like, am I the first kiss that you've ever had? And I said, no. And he's like, but what about with a man? And I was like, well, yeah. And he was like, can I kiss you again? And I was like, sure. And he was like, and then we'll just cuddle. And then we just went to bed. Now, I and mean, then at 6 a.m. <laughs> oh, did, so did you play at 6? <laughs> and then at 6 a.m. we woke up and he was like, you want to see a magic trick? And I said, you like the Joker too? Um <laughs> And that would, yeah, I mean, we fooled around. Okay, so that's... Is that part of this? Do you need to no, know No, 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 I don't. But what I'm, it surprises me that you never, in high school... I am a military brat, proud, proud, proud military child of my dad's 30-year service in the Navy okay. as an officer retiring captain. Let's talk about your parents. How did they take it, and how did you tell them? I loved telling my parents, but it took two years to get to them. So for two years, I was a real drama queen, if you could imagine. And for two years, from 18 to 20, I... Like, came out to, like, close friends, like, college friends, the big brother in my fraternity, other brothers in my fraternity. I am a proud Pi Kappa Phi member. I still am, like... At the time, I was the only out gay person. I didn't pledge out and proud, but I... Once I was initiated, like, didn't even, like, have a formal, like, announcement or coming out thing. But I... You know, it was known. And so I... Now still for the Zeta Epsilon chapter, woo-woo, at George Mason University, local and loved... And, like, reached out to all the time, being like, how did you do this? I'm the only one. And I'm like, you're not the only one. People will approach you really quickly. Mm -hmm. um, but when I finally, after all of those conversations, like, around Christmas time, I think either my sister was about to be proposed to. No, she got proposed to the next year. Let me get my facts straight and speak factually. Around Christmas, I knew that we don't get the chance to be together because she lives, at the time, she lived in Rochester, New York. Mm -hmm. My parents were close. My dad was finishing a tour at the Pentagon, and I was going to school at George Mason, and I was on winter break, and I was like, I'm going to tell them, because it's, like, emotionally draining and taxing and exhausting to talk, um, to tell the story, but also to realize that, like, you know, you have to tell someone something that other people don't have to do. But then, as I was telling my friends, my close friends that I won't, that I know won't mention the fact that I'm doing this just yet, because I haven't promoted it or whatever, but they were like, you got to tell your coming, out to your coming out story, you got to come out on your own terms, you weren't outed, and it is a privilege, genuinely, to not be outed and not be, like, there's, I mean, I have chills, it sucks, but, like, I think about people who have been outed, like, recently, this um, boy in Kentucky last week or a week before took his life because he was outed. Oh, yeah. And that wasn't my story, and that's, like, a thankful thing, but, like, Honest and truly, I think that one day, hopefully, there's not, like, a coming out podcast or tale or, like, and it, I think we're, like, approaching it. But to circle back to your question, when I decided to tell my parents, I was like, this is the last time. And I really, to myself and to the people I'd come out to, I was like, once I tell my family and I have all these safety nets in place, like, I had another family that was like, we'll, like, legally adopt you and pay for the rest of your school. Shout out to the Temenhoffs. Um, and that was also like, okay, obviously you don't want to like worst case scenario plan it, but I'm a very like smart person, I think, and was just like covering all my bases and putting my safety nets in place and like had the car running 
kind of stuff and my knife in my belt. In case I needed to tell someone something. You're the only person to bring a knife onto the show, but go ahead. Um, I'll like, like Katya. I mean, also, I've been assaulted twice in D.C., so I just carry that, so find me. Um, but I told them, and I was like trembling, and they're like, oh, God, something's happening. And I'm a very like emotional person, as is. So when I like start crying, or if I'm drinking and start crying, I am inconsolable, uncontrollable, and unapologetic, though. And I just, like, spew, like, hot lava. So how did so the talk went. go with your parents? <laughs> my mom and my sister started crying. And I'll explain why in a moment. But my dad was like, oh, wow. I have a lot of questions. I have, like, a thousand and one questions. So I was like, okay, this is, like, what it's for. So, like, let's start with question number one. And then we'll eventually get to a thousand. And then we'll do a thousand and one. And once we cross that bridge, you know. And uh, so his first question was, like, how do you know? And I was like, how do I answer this without telling him that I, like, men give me boners? Mm, that's fair. I mean, honestly, isn't that how every like teen finds out? They're like, why am I rock hard looking at a picture of Michael Phelps? Was Michael Phelps the first celebrity you had a crush on? Yes. I would say yes to like, because I've never really thought about that. Or like the, the question of, everyone cares a lot about firsts. Mm -hmm. I don't really care about firsts. Like, my first kiss was great. My first like telling someone was When was, was the really last great. kiss? The last kiss you had? <laughs> it was with my ex-boyfriend on Sunday, mm. who I love and adore and gave me this watch, and I hope he never sees this. Your parents took it well, it seems. They didn't throw you out. They you didn't did. have to get in the car that to, was running. I didn't have to do any of that. My parents, my sister and mom were actually crying because they were like, we're just so proud is why we're crying. We're also crying because you're going to have a really hard life. And Have you? Absolutely. How? I have been assaulted in this very city twice. How? Do you mind talking about Do you mind how talking have I been assaulted? Do you mind talking about that? No, not at all. I mean, I report it as a hate crime because that's exactly what it is. So what happened? This guy like just like comes like strolling across the street, saying he's gonna like slit my throat, end my life, and then like, that'll be the la last time I'm ever like cute, like bleeding on Ninth and You. And I'm like, okay, what we're not gonna do is have you assault me with every cop on every corner of this place. I was like, that's not smart. Kill me somewhere else. <laughs> and the short, sweet one of the second story is that a homeless person attacked me and tried to mug me. And so I don't think it was gay-related. I think they saw someone that was alone and vulnerable and, like, attacked me from behind. But that one, like, resulted in some physical injuries. Like, I almost broke my nose. Um, they, like, shoved me into a brick wall. And so I, this knife also is from my brother-in-law. It's, like, a groomsman gift. And I asked him, I was like, do you think this is a good idea to carry or do you think that would only escalate? Because I'm like a de-escalator through and through, conflict-wise, otherwise. I just am like, why are we fighting? What are we fighting about? Did it make you want to leave the city? Absolutely. Oh, my God. And when I told my mom about the first one, she was like, okay, I'm not going to come and get you. But we live really close, so like, if you want to move back home. And I was like, no. But the second one happened within one year. And that, I was like... I. Don't even think I actually reported that one because I was like, nothing happened with the first one. And I looked through hours of footage at the place that we were both at. And then, and then we had like three mug shots and they were like, two things, this is to that person. And I was like, the quality of these photos is like yeah. not at a level that I'm comfortable being like, yeah, go get them. Have you been in love? Yes. With the ex-boyfriend? The man of my life. Oh. And, but he's the ex. And he's the ex and I broke up with him. Why? That's a long story. How much time do I have? Well, now, I... Okay, let's go back to... Self-care. Short and sweet self-care, self-love. And he tried his best to teach me all those things, but it's something you learn on your own. Do you still love him? 
Absolutely. If he married me, if he asked me to marry him right now, I would say yes. But you broke right up with air. him. Right, and that's the confusing part for people. I know. Doesn't it suck to be gay? I would give it back. I would never give it back, actually. I have gone back and forth. I used to pray the gay away like everyone else. And I think that I'm just going to call my mom and not ask for permission and ask for forgiveness. Um, you would pr- why would you pray? I would be like, if you could just kindly take this away, I will be so much more successful as like a white straight man. That's the truth. Like, I'll have more opportunity, and I still have a lot of opportunity, but I will just have more if I'm not gay. And then I, why I love it now and why I wouldn't give it back is because I've had opportunity because I'm gay and because I'm gender nonconforming. And if you were straight, you wouldn't be able to wear this outfit anywhere. You can if you want to. Mm. Hello? That's your phone. Surprise. Hi, Dad. Oh, you're on speaker? Is it both of you? Hi, welcome to you. Hello, this is Jimmy. How are you? Jimmy who? Jimmy who? Um, I'm Jimmy Alexander, the host of Out With Jimmy, and I'm interviewing your son, and you both... I'm going to cry. You both must be so proud of him. Hey, we are. Absolutely, yeah. You know, I'm going to give you this compliment. I've talked to a lot of (laughs) kids who... Parents told them to get out. Adult. Their parents told them to get out. They don't speak to them anymore. They they treated them. They treat them like they don't have a son. And oh. for you to have someone as strong as your Thank son God. here, we love Michael. He's doing great. We couldn't be more proud. Um, now, um, sir, you have served in the military proudly. We want to say thank you for that. Um, thank you. When. Your son told you that he was gay at, at 18? Or 20. Tw- at 20. 20 to them. At 20 years old. Were you shocked? I think, I think we were more shocked than he actually told them. Uh, well, and that's interesting. He was, I'm a very private person. And, but we were very happy he told us because that meant we had a strong relationship that he felt comfortable to tell. When did you first think that maybe he was gay? I know this photo. <laughs> Boy, that's a loaded question. Uh, early in high school, maybe? How about you, ma'am? When did you first think? Yeah, probably in high school. Uh, he was very, he was very quiet. He was, um, he didn't talk a lot, uh, or share a lot during that time. I think we may be talking about a different boy here than I'm <laughs> meeting here in person. Yeah, you would not believe it. I'm telling you, the whole new man after, you know, he's come out. Let me ask both of you a question for parents who may be listening that's going through this with their child. And as I mentioned before, there's so many times where parents just belittle their kid and kick them out. What advice would you give to a mom or a dad whose child opens up to them and says that they're gay? Tell them to take a deep breath, process what was just being said and don't make any rash decision that you will you would regret and make your, good give choices give yourself a break as well as the, as your son or daughter and you give one another time if it's needed don't make any rash decisions okay admit it you haven't heard anything as sweet as moen's parents talking about how proud they are of him right It makes me want to wish every kid under the LGBTQ umbrella could have parents as loving as Moen's mom and dad. And is Moen's not the funniest guy? He is, it's like a sitcom. It's like a Netflix show all the time with him. He is great. 
I'm so proud that he's living his dream in New York, and I wish him all the luck. You can follow him on his social media. It's I am Moens. That's I A M M O W E N S. Moens, thank you. And DC is not as bright without your smile. And I'm not just saying that because he'll call and yell at me. Okay, maybe a little bit of that. Uh, again, thank you, Moens. And thank you to WTOP and Julia Ziegler for allowing us to use the beautiful studios of WTOP. And remember, everybody, you'll never know when the last time you'll be able to tell somebody you love them. So go ahead and do it.